In today's Friday Fire, we have to ask you a question. Is the glory of winning worth the pain of defeat? Today, we're covering the pain of winning and six inevitable stages of pain before you succeed. Success is a climb and it is a journey. It's one that most people want to give up on prematurely. And so we hope that you will evaluate these six areas for your life and push through some of these stages so that you can succeed because we promise it will all be worth it. You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. joining us today. We are re-recording our Friday Fire because we had a little technological difficulty issue. Anyways, sound is really important to us Yes, for our podcast. Yep. And so, um, you know, I'm just going to blame it on the kids because we had kids over for Super Bowl and they were down here messing with all the things. Mm-hmm. It's and actually my children were sick, which was the reason that we had to have a podcast separately. And it's hard. Technology is hard. It's not that hard. I couldn't figure out my mic and it was actually just turned off earlier. So that was just the on off switch. (laughs) It's been a week. We are here with our Starbucks um, because I text Becca this morning and I was like, I'm going to Venmo you some money to go get us some Starbucks on your way. It is Friday and (laughs) goodness, we need a little treat. So (sighs) this is perfect for today's podcast though because we, we are talking about the pain of winning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it worth I mean, like, we want to go through the steps. I, I think of it like, you know how they talk about, you know, there's the phases of grieving, like the phase, you know, those types mm-hmm. of things. There's phases to success that you need to know are going to happen. And I think if you can know that they're going to happen and make it a little bit easier, because you're like, okay, this is normal. This was I was told this was going to happen. I was told I was going to feel this way. And this is normal, even though it's not fun, because I'm not going to lie, guys, most of these are not fun mm-hmm. until the last one. But these different steps that we're going to go through, hopefully will help you realize that what you are going through is completely normal, totally normal. And so success is a journey. It is not a, I do this one thing that's not that hard, and then I get success. And that's it. I get it. That's, that's what I get. It's not what happens, guys. You go through a lot of stuff before you get there, okay? So it is essentially a lifelong journey, which is, I think, the other thing that a lot of people struggle with is like, well, how long is this going to take? How long is it going to take to change my body? How long is it going to take to build my company? How long is it? Whatever it is. And I think that this is something that I really hit home for me. We were Liz and I are both listening to the same book right now by Tim Grover called Winning, and they talked about, luckily Liz and I have very strong and confident spouses who I think is really like the only compatible spouse for someone that's trying to grow a business, grow a business yep. and like are, you know, have to, I hate, we're going to talk about the word selfish in a minute too, or on another podcast coming up soon. But essentially you have to be honest with how long things are going to take. Like you can't, I can't tell my husband, Hey, I'm just going to be working late for the next couple months and then it'll be better. No, I'm probably going to be doing that for the next like three to five years. Hopefully, hopefully not longer. Hopefully that is when we will kind of, you know, build something that I feel I can take maybe a little bit here and there 
little bit less time at night on the computer or on the weekends. But that's the hardest part is like, we don't know. We don't know how long it's going to take. You cannot, you cannot come to a nutrition coach or a health coach and be like, how long is it going to take for me to see progress or for me to lose the 30 pounds that I want to lose or for me to be able to come out of this reverse diet? You don't know. You have to do it, be patient and evaluate. And it is a constant, ever-evolving journey. And along the way, you're going to experience a lot of these things that we're about to talk about today. Yep. So we just want to let you know they're coming. Yep. Yeah. And I would say with that, I would shy away from anybody who guarantees you results in a specific <laughs> time frame, because there is nobody in the world, even with the perfect mathematical you know, equations for maybe how many calories you should be eating, right? Um, can guarantee how your individual body is going to respond. And so it's actually unethical for them to promise you're going to lose 15 pounds in 12 weeks. They're trying to get a sale out of you. Yep. So, you know, and the other big thing with success is there's a lot of risk and there's a lot of change that has to happen when you are scaling this mountain that, you know, whether it is entrepreneurship, whether it is your health and fitness journey, you are working hard and you're taking a lot of risk and making a lot of changes along the way. We talk a lot about pivoting and adjusting, right? Because you learn what works, what doesn't work. You learn that, hey, this is something that I feel really good about or at my core, this doesn't feel great in my gut. And so I need to pivot and adjust and we need to change. Beck and I have changed our focus over the course of the five years that we worked together, probably two or three times because we both came together and said, that doesn't feel right in my gut. Mm -hmm. You know, we are not about the sexy quick fix, 12 week challenges. You can sell a lot of those. That's great from a company standpoint in terms of a business standpoint. But in our hearts, we're here to change people's lives and to optimize health and lead people in a way that they can actually get results, but sustain them and not just do something that is short term, you know, and then go back to old ways. And that's why we focus a lot on mindset in our coaching program and relationship with food, relationship with self, how we handle triggers, evaluating people who are in your corner or who are your, you know, supporters or people who are pulling you down, like the crab in the bucket. We've talked about that a lot. Like who in your life is holding you back? And so that's what we feel at our core. And there's a lot of pain in that too, because you are letting one thing that you've worked hard on basically die so that you can birth something new, but you know in your heart that is the right thing to do. And so, you know, personal development, I mean, we we have followed so many people in our life that you know talk a lot about failure and they share their stories of how many times they fell flat on their face and wanted to give up before they succeeded and a lot of times when you feel that way you're on the brink of something great so if you're feeling that way today keep going that's our message because it's going to be worth it but number 1 here in the six inevitable stages of pain is that you will feel pain Every successful person that has taken a journey has felt pain. Suffering is an essential part of any real pursuit of success. It's inevitable. And so this is where you have to be ready to face those roadblocks. You have to be ready for the challenges because no one starts when the stars align perfectly and they align for the rest of your life that you can sleep enough, you can get to the gym without, you know, having any issues or hiccups in your schedule that work is just going to, you know, support all of your goals too. No, you're going to grind. You're going to adjust, you're going to pivot many times. Kind of like we do a lot with our kids and our schedules mm -hmm. and, you know, how we work around that to still prioritize ourselves. Is it frustrating some days? Absolutely. 
Instagram will so uh, cut us off as I, if I swear. So I can't swear in this episode. It's, it's frustrating some days, but you guys, at the end of the day, when I lay my head on the pillow, I'm really, really freaking proud of that. I still got up. I got to the gym. This morning is a great example. It's three degrees outside. We had a lot of snow yesterday. We cleaned off my car before I went to bed because we knew we we're going to the gym early. I had to get up, clean the car off again this morning, but I said, I don't care if that shaves off 15 minutes of my workout. I'm still going to go and get a kick-ass 40 minute workout because that's what makes me feel good. And so just know that in the face of these roadblocks, you have the abilities to conquer if you are willing to push through. Mm -hmm. But you're going to feel that pain. And that's normal. And it's also okay. Yep. You guys want to know one of the main ways that body changes? Stress. The right stress. The proper stress. But stress. Stress changes the body. You need it. You need it to be part of the journey. So the number two thing is one of my favorites because you get to see who really wants it. You will want to give up prematurely. You will face resistance and you will wonder, feeling like you are directionless, feeling like you are in the midst of nothing. You're like in this lost place in the middle of it. You're kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I don't know if it's the right thing anymore. I don't know if it's working. You're in the right place if that's how you're feeling. Not every journey has A, B, C all the way through X, Y, and Z. It's like A, L, back to C, over to M. Like It is going to be constant adjustments and pivot. And it will make you want to give up. But you need to hold tight to the vision. You have to hold tight to what feels right in your gut, like Liz was talking about. I have complete conviction and faith and hope that what, not even hope, I hate saying hope because hope is like a, a lie to me. I have faith that what I am doing is going to work because it feels right in my gut. I am working my butt off for what I want in life, for what I want with my physical, for what I want with my relationships. And I am working so hard at those things. And so I don't really care too much about like the timeline of it. Yeah, I'd like it to happen sooner than later, but who knows? I don't really know when it's going to happen. All I can know is that I keep putting in the work and I do not give up because the only way to not reach success in any form is to give up is to stop doing what you had planned and intended to do in the first place. The quickest way to derail your dreams is to quit when things get hard. Things are supposed to get hard. Things are inevitably going to get hard. It's just a matter of when, how many times, how extreme. Like It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of what's it going to look like when it gets hard. And in turn, what are you going to do in those moments? Are you going to quit and remain average, sub-average, in this life that you aren't happy in? Or are you going to see those moments of resistance and those moments of challenge as an opportunity to continue to get better? I posted this morning on, a, on one of my um, videos on Instagram around, if you want to be better, you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable a lot, all the time, basically. Pretty much all the time. Absolutely. Nothing, ha I mean, come on, nothing happens in comfort zones. Nothing great happens in comfort zones. We all know that, but... Being willing to feel that day in and day out. It's something that I actually embrace these mm -hmm. days. If I'm not uncomfortable, I am not working hard enough. Hear me again. If I am not uncomfortable, there are things that I could be doing better. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of times what we evaluate with some of our clients is like, what could we be doing better? Could we be saying no more? Could we be delegating more? Could we be, you know, evaluating, you know, where we are spending our time throughout the day and get time back so that we can de-stress and focus on things that bring us back to a place of peace? 
so many people and, and one of our clients was messaging me this morning. She's like, I just realized today because I gave her a task um, last week on our call. I said, I want you to spend five minutes every day focusing just on your breath and deep breathing. She said, Liz, I I realize now what you're talking about, about the feeling of being chased by a bear and how stressed I am. And she goes, I can finally take a full deep breath. After a week of doing this deep breathing, she can actually feel how to breathe properly. But so many people don't take the time to slow down. Mm -hmm. And what did she have to give up to do this? Social media. She said, I find myself wanting to grab the phone and get on social media Mm -hmm. so much. And every time I've you know, wanted to grab that or grab for my phone and get on social media, I pause and I breathe because she's dealing with a lot of things that are robbing her of her energy and of her joy and they don't serve her right now. And so we're focusing more on how do we take some of that uncomfortability that she's feeling and shift it into a place that's actually going to be helpful for her. And so this leads us to, you know, number three, because I think this goes hand in hand with kind of like the social media um, aspect of this is that people are going to discourage you. People discouraged me leaving corporate. Well, you went to school, you got a double bachelor's degree, you now are in your master's. Why are you all of a sudden, you know, giving up this career to go and change careers and chase you know, something else in entrepreneurship? But I said it's because that's where my heart is. I'm not happy in this job. I'm not fulfilled in this job. You know, my father-in-law, he doubted Art and I when I left to go work full time at the gym. He's like, I would be really cautious and really careful. And we told him we appreciate that concern. Thank you so much. This is what we have chosen to do. And I'm so thankful we did. Looking back, when I left corporate in 2015, it was the best thing that I ever did. Yes, it's way more challenging working for yourself. You don't know what your paycheck is going to be month to month. It's all dependent upon you know you and how hard you work and you know the results of just growth of a company. And so at the end of the day, you have to know that there are going to be people who try to pull you down, those naysayers, right? And you're going to feel like, your dreams are crushed at some point in time. People are going to tempt you. When you show up, let's say to a party and you say, hey, I'm not drinking alcohol or hey, no thanks, I'm going to pass on the pizza. I've just realized that doesn't make me feel good. People might make comments. Most of the time they will. Oh, just have one. Just have a little bit. It's not that bad. Oh, what are you on a diet? Like all of these different comments. And we hear them a lot from our clients where people try to discourage them. And we've said this time and time again on the podcast, most of the time that people are trying to discourage you, it's because they are unhappy in their own lives. And so you have to learn to brush it off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. In the last episode, we had the little brush it off your shoulders. The dust the, dust the shoulders yeah, off. Yeah, dust your shoulders yeah. off. That's... Liz needs to get, get up on Jay-Z. I need to. I need to. <laughs> this morning, I was listening to 90s gangster rap. Since the Super Bowl, I've just been like jamming out oh, yeah. to some of the, the gangsta. I need, I need some new music. I feel mm-hmm. like I've been listening to the same playlist when I work out. Okay. Not only will people doubt you, you will doubt yourself. And that's the next one. Number four is you will doubt yourself. You guys, there will be moments where you feel paralyzed paralyzed by the doubt and asking yourself like is what i'm doing right is you know terrified of making mistakes terrified that you're going to do something that's going to be like unrecoverable you guys nothing is unrecoverable nothing everything you can come back from everything in life i know so many people that have had so many trial and tribulations myself included to where in that moment you feel like the world is coming down on you you feel like there is no way you're going to make it out of it and then you do. And that's just, I feel like that's just life. That's a metaphor for life. Things just keep happening. They keep piling on and you just keep getting through them. 
And so what I would challenge you to is if you find yourself being the doubter, if you find that that's like a trait that you hold, think back, reflect all of the things that you've overcome in life, all of the challenges that you have had in life. And if you can't think of very many, maybe we need to start taking more risks. Maybe we need to start putting ourselves out there more. I actually asked this question the other day on social media. I said, like, what have you done lately that you suck at? Like, what have you tried? And I think a couple of people took the question wrong. <laughs> but what I'm talking about is like, what new things have you attempted out of, you know, regardless of fear, regardless of doubt, what new things have you tried to help you grow? Because I know for me, I've been trying to dance on TikTok. I've been trying to, which makes me extremely uncomfortable. Um, love dancing by myself or at clubs, but by yourself in front of a video to make a TikTok is a little uncomfortable. I've been trying to learn more in a new certification course that's challenging for me that I feel like I'm not good at right now. Like, There's so many things that I'm constantly trying to put myself out there because as soon as I get comfortable, I start seeing everything in my life come backwards. Our business starts moving backwards. My my fitness or my health or my mindset, my confidence start moving backwards as soon as I let myself get comfortable. I can basically think of each time that we have started to see the downward trend in our business. It's after a time of up where we then we get get comfortable. Yep. We'll be totally honest about that. Like every time that we have struggled in business, every time that I've struggled in my life, it is because I have let myself get complacent and comfortable. And so we cannot doubt the risk, you guys. Mm -hmm. It is an inevitable part of this journey. And know that it's also normal to doubt. But when doubt happens, it usually comes with delay. It comes with delay of action. And that delay of action definitely means no more progress for that period of time because you are not taking the action necessary. And so every time that we have been nervous or we have doubted something, we have luckily had mentors in our corner that was like, no, just put it out there anyways. Like, programs that we hadn't fully developed started anyways. You'll get to it. You'll make it work. You'll make it happen. You have to take the risks because the risks in life are when you grow. Those are when you learn what you're made of. Absolutely. So many things that we have felt in our, our, and you know what? We doubt every day. I mean, there's all types of things that I could give you, you know, scenarios about that we've doubted. Um, But at the end of the day, they all work out because we know that we bring our best effort and we bring our best, you know, foot forward. And sometimes we fail, which is number five, you will fail. But inside of each failure is a lesson. Failure doesn't mean that you are a failure. It means that this didn't work and you need to learn from it. You need to adjust and you need to pivot, right? You have to leap into the void of the unknown and you have to see what happens. I think about this in the way of like, investing, right? You invest your money into a 401k and you hope that the stock market works in your stock market works in your favor, but it's a risk that you're taking because no one can tell you what's going to happen, what your gains or your return on investment is going to be in 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. But you're taking that risk because you know there is some benefit to it. And so just understand that when you are striving for success, you are constantly faced with choices that require you to take a leap of faith and and take a risk. It's scary. We get it that it's scary. But at the end of the day, if you don't take those risks, you're ultimately settling for less than you deserve. You're settling for mediocre. We don't want you to settle for mediocre. We want you to know that failure is normal. And I think we should normalize failure. We should normalize the fact that somebody showed up, they took a risk, they worked their butt off, and it just didn't go according to plan. 
But hey, I'm proud of that person for taking the risk. I'm proud of that person for doing things that they were uncomfortable or scared to do because it makes them a better person. They learn every time they fail and now you can continue to grow through that failure, right? Listen to any successful person, any successful athlete, any successful entrepreneur. They're going to tell you many stories about how they failed hundreds, if not thousands of times before they achieved success. Mm -hmm. And so no matter where you're at today, know that failure is your greatest teacher. Mm-hmm. If you let it be, mm-hmm. if you learn from it, if you just look at failures with sadness and never take anything from them, they are failures then. Otherwise, they're learning processes. I've had so many in my life and so has Liz. And that is how I look at them. I'm ready to fail. I know I'm going to fail. I know I am. I know it's going to be inevitable. It stinks when it happens, but you learn from it and you learn how not to fail in that same situation next time. So the last thing and the best one, <laughs> it will all be worth it, guys. It will all be worth it. I think a lot of times for people that do like quick fixes, you know, or get things that haven't been challenging for them to get, they don't maintain them or they don't respect them because it wasn't right. It wasn't fitting within their alignment of their gut and what they felt good about. And so like this destination that we so long for, it's not a place, it's a feeling. It's a feeling that you have when you do the things that are hard, that you fail through, that you struggle through, and then you finally get to that feeling that I have put in the work I need to, to get to where I want to be. And that's why when people do that, a lot of times it isn't even the destination they care about anymore. They're so happy and proud and confident with the feeling that they have of what they're doing is right that they don't even worry about the destination anymore. It's like the switch we see go with people. When deep down, they know they're putting in the work. They know they're doing exactly what needs to be done to get to where they want to be. And they no longer worry about the timeline. They no longer worry about the X amount of weight. I love it because we we see it with clients all the time. It's like mm-hmm. we have this conversation and they're like, you know what? I don't even care about the scale anymore. Like I don't even worry about when it's going to happen. I just feel so good right now doing what I'm doing that I know it will happen. I have faith that it will happen. And that is when you know you've arrived. You've arrived at the place that you have found what you need to do to get to where you want to be. And like I said, destination isn't a place, it's a feeling. It's a feeling that when you get it, such a good feeling. And that is what keeps people going. That is why this has been my lifestyle now for years, because I've found that feeling. I've found what I love to feel when I am pushing my mind and my body and my life to its fullest. And I think that's why the quick fixes never last for people because maybe they lose the 30 pounds, they get to their destination, but then they never keep it off because yeah, it's probably unsustainable what they're doing, but they're truly didn't ever get that feeling. It was just, you know, I have to put in this hard work or, you know, I do it for a month. I cut out carbs for a month and I see the weight come off and then they go back to what they were doing prior. They go back to their old habits, but you have to find the work that it takes to truly get you to where you want to be long-term. And that is the feeling that you strive for. Yeah. And I think it's easy for us to share that because we also know what the feelings are when we didn't feel good. I know what it's like to want to wear baggy clothes and hate getting dressed because I'm so uncomfortable with my body and I wasn't confident and I didn't feel good. I had bad digestive issues, brain fog. I was tired all the time. I was moody, craving all the sugar and all the carbs. And so I know what that feels like. But I've walked the path with many hiccups, many failures, lots of pain to get to a place where 
I found that feeling. And as Becca said, it's just our lifestyle now. And the alternative is none because I don't want to go back to that place. And so that's also in this journey, you have to decide there is no compromising. You're not going to let yourself go back to that place. And if you can grasp onto that feeling and let that momentum drive you forward, you will see success. The timeline is unknown, but you will see success. And along the way, we would just encourage you, find joy in the journey. Be proud of what you're doing. Stand firm in your choices because you shouldn't be waiting to be confident or happy with yourself until you're a certain size or the scale finally cooperates. You need to be proud of your choices today and every single day leading up to that place where you get an end result, whatever that is that you're looking for. And the other part of this, the beautiful piece that I love so much, and we hear a lot from our clients is that they feel that they are making an impact in other people's lives as well because people are now asking questions. You're so much happier. What are you doing? You look fantastic. Your skin is radiant. You know, I'm so proud of you. Can you tell me more? And one of our clients, um, Allie, she's referred like four or five people and it she is a true walking testament of what it is like to change your lifestyle and just radiate positivity because mm-hmm. she found that feeling. It wasn't, she achieved her scale weight. She actually achieved her scale weight goal um, before she found that feeling. And she knew, she was like, I'm still on a quest to find this. And she found it. And then she kept going. Like, then she's like, I want more. I want to chase more, right? I want to get stronger. I want to do these other things. And we're, that's what we do. That's why we do what we do, I should say, because it makes us so happy when people can get to a place where they found that feeling for themselves. They're happy. They're healthy. They're confident. And then they are in turn going out and making an impact and changing the world. We actually had three clients of ours decide to go and get nutrition certified. Mm-hmm. And there's like, hey, I want to kind of come on and intern with you or help you guys, you know, spread the mission. And that's what we want because this is why we are here to disrupt the diet culture and to make an impact in people's lives. And so if this podcast was helpful, if you enjoyed the episode today, we would appreciate it so much after all of our hiccups with getting the sound right today. If you could spread the love, share it with a friend, share it on social media, tag us, let us know. We also appreciate you guys so much for letting us know about the sound issues because we try to tweak and adjust and make it the best that we could. But I knew today just it didn't sound uh, super great. So that's why we wanted to redo this. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we give you high quality content. um, And so we appreciate that feedback too, even though it's not great to hear because it's like, dang it. I know. It's it's a failure that we learn from. Yep. And it stings. And then I promise you, you know what those stings mean? You're never going to do it again. Yeah. And that's when when they happen. I'm almost like, oh, but then I'm like, okay, this is perfect because now I'm going to remember this next time. Mm -hmm. And we won't let it happen again, guys. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.